Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Alongside my trusty steed and co-host, Zach. I don't know if I want to be the steed. I don't take kindly to being ridden. (laughs) No homo. We are back for another episode of anime discussion. You know, what's more important um, than anime? I can't think of anything. Is this a joke? Yes. There you go. Yes. Yes, it is. On the fly humor. Improv master right here. Exactly. I went to SNL and they said I was too good. (laughs) Stay home. You'll steal all of our rating. Yes, exactly. Uh, So, yes, we are going to be reviewing uh, this week Baca and Test Season 2. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? To the trusty My Anime list. We should get sponsored for how much I have to reference it. Heck, I yeah, I can't. I, man, my memory just—it isn't what it's used to be. Kids. I wonder how much I would like be rewatching like that show, that thing. Where did I leave off? Yeah. My, Let me bring up my notepad that I took hand notes on everything I watched. I actually did that once before I knew what my anime list. I had an Excel spreadsheet. Of gross UIT people, you disgust me, dude. All I ever use Excel for is like creating lists. Nothing practical. Nothing like for practical. Business. I'm just like, I got this big project. I got to touch a bazillion computers. Let's write those things down and then make an X for when it's complete. <laughs> Sounds fun. Excel, the glorified list maker. <laughs> I'm not that organized, so good thing someone was willing to make a program to do it for me. Yes. So I finished Baca and Test, obviously, or reviewing it would become difficult. So I watched all of that in the past two weeks. You probably could just lie and be like, Fan service, fan service, beach episode, school episode, things happened. It was pretty good, but it wasn't. Like, the super neutral review. <laughs> yeah. Please do not ask any very specific questions about characters and or locations. How would you sum it up? Indifferent. It was pretty average. It was average, though, but we'll get onto that later. And then I'm continuing my three shows that I always continue. Psychopaths, which is still really good. From the New World, which is different than when it started, but it's still exciting. There's five more of that. 
and Blast of Tempest, which I think I'm behind one, but there's only five more left for me. So we're almost at the end of the season in, what, like a month? Mm -hmm. And all those are still good, but those are the only three I'm watching. There you go. So I'd say my favorite from those three is still Psychopaths, because I still like the other two. But I just don't know how they're going to wrap up in five, where I feel like Psychopaths is really going somewhere quick, and it's going to be good. So, yeah, I haven't watched Past Sixteen yet, but um, um, I'm going to definitely probably wait till episode twenty, and then just marathon a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Still, still picking up because I remember we discussed it last time. Oh yeah, last time there was that big reveal. Uh huh. Terminator. And I think. You're only like one or two behind that. Yeah, I'm two behind. I believe I'm 18 this week, so uh, soon. I right. haven't watched anything. Um, I said how uh, exciting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although you know, last time we did say, let's try the Rokubu challenge. Fast oh yes. Break. <laughs> so I watched episode five because that's where I left off, and my God, I was like, I'm done. So the girls won their basketball game. I can say team of boys who are a team and they practice every day. And I lost it when the coach was like, I'm so sorry. I was lying to you. You weren't the small forward. And the girl starts crying. Wait, I, I totally mi- I only made it one in because I wasn't brave enough like you. Why was she the small forward? What? I have no idea why she wasn't. Oh. She was afraid of the ball, though. Okay, so no one knows, but she cried, and it was good. Yes, and I was like, I'm fucking done with this. I'm done. <laughs> I turned it I just off. Ga- I gave up when they all had to shower after their one minute of talking and not practicing, and they're like, time to hit the showers because <laughs> anime. Exactly. I'm like, what did they do? They passed the ball once, and they're like, oh, we're all sweaty now. <laughs> I can't face the day without my shower. Yep. Yep. That's... So the challenge failed. Challenge not accepted for me. Exactly. Did you go back and listen to the show? Go wait. Oh, you listen. did not. I included. <laughs> I included. I remember. It. I was editing the podcast. I was like, wait a minute. I watched part of this show and talked about this show when it originally aired, and I went back through the archives and picked up some audio from the. That episode. That was oh. Fun. Yeah. Now I'm intrigued. I mean, I do love to hear myself talk, but I did not listen to that one. About 25 minutes or so in. It's got uh, a cool, kick-ass... Have you, have you seen Azumanga Dayo? Uh, no. Okay, well, it plays the eye catch song from that, and it's like, bam, here's some information, and some audio, and then bam, back to you. It, it sounds impressive. It was impressive. <laughs> Did you give it the same review you're giving it now? Pretty it being much. Unbearable? Pretty much. Here, you know what? I'm just so generous. We'll play it again. All right. Well, talking about Roy Kubu and editing the podcast, I had remembered. Oh, yeah. I talked about that show when it, back when it originally aired. I've actually dug up the clip. From episode 117. And uh, here's what I said. That's another so-so one. Uh, Roryubu. The lolly basketball anime. 
Yeah, that was th- that's third on their list. I don't know what to say about this because it's so fucking hard. On the one hand, I like the premise of the story. Mm-hmm. Reluctant guy on the high school team has to coach a bunch of girls who only one of them even knows how to play basketball remotely, you know, any decent. Well, the other three are just there. and But here's the thing. So, what I don't like about it, these little girls dress up in maid costumes and cat costumes and stupid mm-hmm. retarded shit. All the stuff that makes it disturbing. But no, 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 it gets worse. They show them bathing relentlessly, oh, yeah. and one of them has fucking titties. She's in sixth grade, she is taller than the rest of the girls, and mm-hmm. she's got freaking titties. What the fuck is wrong with anime? And they show them bathing, and just bubbles are closed. You know, it's like, why the do we need to see this? I am not watching anime to watch sixth graders take fucking baths. Fuck you, Japan. Zach? You tug at my heartstrings because I like the core premise of the show. I love the rant. On the surface, at first I was like, eh. And then you watch it, and you're like, yeah, this could go somewhere. I'm two episodes deep, and... Not hating it, but I could stand a lot less with baby with bathing episodes <laughs> where they're like, "Hey, let's go bathe and have gratuitous shots of us with the bubbles all over our, our <laughs> you know flat chests." Which say there is a little bit of a titty in there. <laughs> oh, it's awful. I don't get it. It frustrates me. That was me being angry about two years ago when this damn show started airing. And two years later, it's the same. Yeah, exactly. My feelings have not changed. <laughs> the weirdness of Japan, it's timeless. Exactly. Since then, we've had stuff like Isoga no Sora, Kiss Excess. Um, I've avoided all this since I'm still catching up on the classics. Oh, yeah. You know, you just you can't, you can't be an anime fan without watching Isoga no Sora. Just, you know, just saying. Just for future reference. <laughs> no, do not watch that show. Things happen that should not be happening. I'll avoid it. I trust Japan. I I can imagine, or maybe I can't, but it's for the best I don't watch it. Yes. You just can't handle what's going on in that show. I can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth, exactly. Because people are like, whoa, did that just really happen? People are like, oh, man. Rob was right. Oh, Japan, you sly dog. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) But yes, I'm kind of glad you were... uh, I was anxiously awaiting your response to this. I was waiting for you to say, Yeah, I finished the whole show. Wasn't that bad. (laughs) Just took some getting used to. (laughs) Pedophile, it's just something you get used to. Exactly. Can we trademark that slogan? (laughs) I don't think I want to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Put it on a cereal box. Pedo O's. Best cereal. Oh, the best cereal. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> For ages 10 and under. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> it is. Japan is awful sometimes. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of, I kind of see where you were just like, yeah, same thing. Can't get past the uh, relentless bathing Seems. Yeah, like the concept wasn't bad, like you said. I'm like, well, he's going to help girls 
become better basketball players, it seems friendly enough. And then it's like, let's go take a shower. We passed the ball once. I'm like, no, this isn't real basketball. Yeah. This is, pe- this is pedo Japan basketball. <laughs> if it was real basketball, I'd be like, oh, they're learning a lot for being eight-year-old girls. But yeah. it wasn't. And then in episode five, they beat the guy's team. Because, like, the big drama in the first part of the show is the boys' basketball team is like, screw you, girls. We're a real team. We call the gym. And the <laughs> girls are like, fuck you. Ah, we'll play a game. And then whoever wins gets the gym. Best and impersonation. It's like you're an eight-year-old girl there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the best part was in episode five, one of the boys has feelings for one of the girls. So she's like the dumb, ditzy one. Mm-hmm. And she like fakes being fouled. And he's like, whoa, what? hey, I didn't do anything. I'm sorry. I love you. And the coach is like, yeah, it's going to have her take a dive and uh, you know, <laughs> play on his play on his feelings for her. And then they show him slapping himself in the head. He's like, okay, I guess it won't work very much longer. <laughs> Rather than, you know, teach her to play the game. No, just just flaunt, you know. Be all cutesy and, you know. Be a girl. That's what you're good at. Exactly. Don't play basketball. Exactly. Get in the kitchen. Maybe you buy. The only one I liked was the one that was mad all the time. The super en- energetic girl. Yes. But then there's no reason for her to be mad, because then she was in the shower, and then I lost interest. You're like, done? Then she was just sexually harassing the other girls, and I'm like, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about what's, this. What's up with that? If, like, that was going on in the boys' locker room, I'd be like, what, what, what the hell? Someone would be punched, yeah. Yeah. There'd be some ass whooping be had. <laughs> for girls, they're like, please Whatever. don't do it. It's embarrassing, because I have boobies. Yes, exactly. My cow. Although, who's to say that's what really happens? It is Japan. Everything is weird, so you don't yeah, know. True, true. I, I'd get a second source before I take it as reality, for true. sure. True. I think I'm going to be calling some schools in Japan. <laughs> that could come off as a little creepy. So, how do your elementary school girls pay? Hey, I didn't say elementary school girls. Oh, uh, okay. Keeping it safe. Keeping it safe. Going middle school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're gonna be arrested. I'll have to take over the podcast. Exactly. Rob from jail. He's using his one free phone call. <laughs> one free phone call a week. Yeah. Uh. So yes, we have failed the Rokubu challenge. Um. You know what? I found out during the week. This show was never gonna be. Never will be released in America. Uh. Sentai Filmworks. Uh, the 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 licensor pulled the license, and they're like, "Nah, you you can just keep the digital streaming license. That's good. You don't need to release this for actual purchasing." We don't want a lawsuit. It's okay. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. I didn't even know about it. Um, it happened last year actually, and um, yeah, I was surprised to hear that. But again, it's one of those things where sports anime in America do not sell. Period. Especially because it's not real sports, and Americans like real sports. <laughs> like what? Basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey. Yeah, like baseball's in every anime, but not always done correctly, I've noticed. Yep. 
It's like we could set all our difference on a baseball field, and I didn't even know it was that popular in Japan, but anime makes it seem like it. Oh, they're going to have a home run derby to settle their differences. <laughs> Every week. We don't even need to go to class if we're playing baseball. It's like equivalent. Exactly. What you learn on the field, you learn in life. <laughs> How do you get ahead in the work world? You steal the base. <laughs> you steal a base, you steal a sail. It's the same. Exactly. I think you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> yes. I didn't need to write a book. <laughs> yeah. Inspirational quotes. From anime. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Jesus. But yeah, I have not watched anything. I have been meaning to get caught up on Psychopaths and the others. I've been really trying to figure out what I want to watch next. I know you told me you're going to watch Railgun, but what are you even doing? Nope. I don't know. The first episode has really got me put off. I did watch the second episode. I watched the first two episodes where the priest girl was like, oh, let's go to the teacher who looks like she's eight and wears a bunny costume in her apartment, yet she's a raging alcoholic. Yep. <laughs> like, uh... Yeah, well, I don't really like Index either. It's worth it to get to Railgun. Okay. I just gotta suck it up. The two main characters are just super annoying, which oh, is why Index is so bad. And I mean, I don't know. This is one of those things where an anime... You know, I wouldn't care so much, but it's like, oh, you wrote all your things on paper? Well, those can get wet and ruined. That saved my ass. Like, come mm-hmm. on, seriously? You're telling me this badass evil guy, like, did everything right except, hmm, I use fire everywhere. Yeah, let's just write everything on paper. I don't see the harm in that. Uh-huh, and he loses by triggering, like, the fire extinguishing system. Yeah. Shouldn't that push- happen anywhere he fights? Yeah. Shouldn't he lose everywhere and be used to that by now? Exactly. This is the only building I've encountered with the sprinklers. Oh, no. Damn you, f- fire codes. <laughs> well, he is from the whatever church, so he like the Britain one, so he's probably not used to it. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to start watching the uh, the next season if I don't have very many friends. It's been one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, I watched it. But it's kind of like Bach and Test. I'm kind of nervous. It's like, okay, great. You know. I watched like four and I thought it was just as funny. So Okay, fair enough. I think that'll be the next. The so next you'll be entertained, 4K. but it's not like, whoa, they've improved. It's yeah, like the same. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> the crude humor, it's improved. Oh, yay. <sighs> All right. Let's go and I'll get, get you in. to watch Railgun eventually. I will watch it, I promise. See, now you've got me recorded saying it. Yeah, I'm going to blackmail you now. Especially with your middle school calling. <laughs> I've got you now. Turn you into the authorities if you disobey. <laughs> you know, the podcast hasn't come out yet. Editing could be done. Yeah, you're too lazy. True. It'll stay in there. True. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yes. Let's get into the news. Okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. Cause I'm too lazy to look anywhere else. All right. Some news did happen. Nothing too shocking, though. Maybe something shocking. Yeah. Don't downgrade my article. Fine. <laughs> Your news isn't shocking. You can start. Okay. 
The third Madoka Magica film is slated for this summer. Yay. The April issue of... Uh, uh, the Men's Fashion Magazine. What the hell? It's a lot easier to say than whatever that first word was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Taka Yirajima's Men's Magazine. The Fashion Magazine. Uh, reported on Sunday, that, or Saturday, that the third Madoka Magica film is being released. And, uh, yay to that. It's well, that's kind of funny that the men's fashion ma- magazine is the authority on this. Yeah, exactly, like... Magical girls, right next to your tuxedos. Perfect. Look fly for a Maho Shoujo Magica. <laughs> Japan, it's like their anime is leaking into the real world. Exactly. What happened to them saying, Oh, it's just a niche thing, even in Japan. The main, of course, who the hell reads who reads a men's fashion magazine? What's there to learn? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you were, love to ask gay men, I'm no expert. I guess. I mean, like I don't know. They like if you wear your your collar up, it means women want you. <laughs> Here we go. The reason you could never write this revealed right there. Pop collar, two pop collars equals twice the awesome. <laughs> twice the girls. Yep. Slick your hair back and get a fake tattoo. No, because then you're a delinquent. I've seen the anime. Exactly. Don't do that. All right. Next episode. I mean, show. I mean, <laughs> news thing. Jesus Christ. One of those. One of those things. Andy Black's USA confirmed Sword Art Online. Oh, and it's getting an English dub. Oh, my God. Good Lord. <laughs> and they're already being dubbed to premiere at uh, Seattle SakuraCon, which is like next month. So they've been hard at work already. It was a really popular show. And it only I ranted sp- about it earlier. Loved and hated it in previous episodes. So, yeah. It's coming on... Uh, March 29th is at SuckerCon, and, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, they're also going to, uh, air it on the Viz Media's Neon Alley, so if you've got that, definitely check it out. I know I will, at least. Uh, they're all, you Because you haven't even seen the show. I have no intention of watching it dubbed. Subbed was enough. Gotcha. Like, well, it was a good show, but I don't need to see it rehashed because I already loved and hated parts of it, so. There you go. Go listen to our review. Antiplex America is also going to be releasing the Mikuniopolis in Los Angeles concert, so if you were like, oh my god, I didn't get to go to to the thing. <laughs> Which is everyone, because who was who went to it? God, a lot know. of people. I remember that night Twitter was like blowing up with, with Miku. Or people saying, God damn it, I wish I could be there. I Now for $75, you could. Yeah, pretty much. In Holy spirit. Shit, yeah. seventy four ninety eight. Wow. That is crazy. I mean, it's a good-looking oh, set. It has, like, some cool poster thing. and Yeah, probably a soundtrack, it looks like. The disc has her on it. That's mm-hmm, impressive. I, I don't get this whole Miku... Vocaloid garbage. I mean, to each their own. I just don't <laughs> understand the. Uh, what's so great about her? 
I understand because it can appeal to a lot of people because like you can make your own music with a robot, but I like I don't enjoy it. I don't know. Well, I mean, it sounds really good. I've heard some of our songs. I mean, they are kind of like, oh, that's a cool beat, or yeah, you know. it's like really cool from a technological aspect. Oh, but from definitely. real music, it's like, eh. <laughs> well, hey, what's the difference? I think everyone's like auto tuned now, anyway. now, and you know all they crap anyway. And now they just have to get paid, so there you go. More money in the executives. You know what it reminds me of? I think it was Gundam. Oh, I forget what Gundam movie I was watching. But it was one of the Gundam movies on Netflix. And that was one of the big things. Was The performer was like a hologram. And everyone loved her and thought she was real. But the secret was she wasn't. It was a secret? Or was it obvious? Um, I don't think, I only saw two of the four episodes, because that's all Netflix had at the time. Um, I think it was, some people knew, but others didn't. I see. The inner circle. I guess it's cool, because she could have a concert in, like, every city all at once, because she's not a physical thing. She is, like, a box. She's a box. <laughs> she was a box. <laughs> it's just a box singing, and people are like, looks like a real person. Yeah. They don't know any better. Seems legit. It is. And this is like 1988 this show came out. Paving the way to the future. Exactly. Want to take the next one? Sure. I was looking forward to the one after this. Yeah, you... yeah, yeah. You can take them both. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Otakon spinoff convention in Vegas planned for January. Yes, Otakon and... in Vegas. You know, this should be like the first, like, you know what? You're either 21 or get the fuck out convention. Yeah, You're in Vegas. Vegas of all places. Yep. And they should, all the people that work in the hotel, because I know they do this on the casino floor, like dress up and bring you free drinks, they should all have to cosplay and bring you free drinks at it. Yes, I want them to all dress up like the Miku bunnies in Haruhi Suzumiya. Perfect. Here we go, call them up. <laughs> they could make all the money. There you and go. And make it 21 and older, because next year when this happens, I will be 21. Oh, snap. No, wait, no, I won't, because my birthday's a month after. Darn it. Damn. So, yes, January 3rd through 5th, 2014, the Otakon Vegas will take place at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. See, there you go. I've been there. It's a nice one. Have you? Where is it about? It's on the older end of the strip, like Uh... further down. Okay. But I mean, it, it's almost as nice as the newer ones. Like, they're all nice. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in Vegas for about 10 days. Good times. Mm. Um, yeah. Don't walk the strip. Otherwise, you'll get handed weird cards of, like, divorce parties and crazy other shit. <laughs> Strippers. and Yeah, pretty much. Drug deals. And they're like a dime a dozen. Like, hey, you want some weed? Here you go. It's like, n- no. <laughs> I-, I didn't consent to this. <laughs> You're just giving it to me. Um, but yeah, so Vegas, so Otakon is the biggest East Coast con, and now they're trying something new. Otakon in Baltimore is not going away, but now they're reaching out, you know, trying to branch out. So good on them. Mm-hmm. I and honestly I'll... think they should still do a 21 plus. I mean, come on, it's friggin' Vegas. On the strip, at a resort and casino. I mean, obviously they're not going to, you're you know, hugely segmenting who would show up. And you could also have problems, because, I mean, 
obviously they're going to cut no liquor and no beer. But you right. know what I mean? Still. I don't know. I, I, I just kind of wish someone would do that. Like, I mean, honestly, I don't mind teenagers. I'm not like that. At World War, it's like, oh, fuck you, teenagers. Damn kids, get off my convention. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, it would be nice to have an older, like, adult-oriented, like, hey, let's have, like, legit discussion about shows or philosophies or meanings. or <laughs> A gentleman's club of anime, if you would. Exactly. The gentleman's club of anime. You have to wear a suit and a monocle. Be like, oh, oh dear. dear. <laughs> I dare say that that was the best show. Let's discuss it. Let's discuss the pros and cons of uh, Lucky Star. In episode one, yeah. <laughs> they ate the coronet. It could get a little dry, but it since could. they already have like a general populist one, I see where you're coming from. Well, I've heard, too, like people, like older people, I mean, they get kind of fed up with the whole Marco Polo bullshit, all the just, the stupid, I mean, like, obviously, I, mean, I don't know, I've only been to one con. Like and the stigma it, associated with I it? I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people, young adults can act just as childish. Hell, even adults can act just as childish as as kids. But I don't know. I think it would be interesting to see an adults-only 21-plus convention. You know, if they want to have a hentai panel, have a hentai panel. If they want to have a discussion about, you know, the ending of Evangelion, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. But obviously, you'd be you know horribly, horribly segmenting and losing a lot of potential profit. Although, I mean, how much? How many kids are going to show up to this one anyway? It'd be interesting to see the demographics. Probably, of... Well, that, yeah. Well, I mean, it is cheap to go to Vegas. Hmm. I mean, hell, Vegas is super cheap to get to, and I mean, hotels are. <clears throat> excuse me, hotels are plentiful and a dime a dozen. Yeah. So I can see it being really popular. And you've also got, you know, people from California can easily get there. Arizona. Um, you know, all that. Washington, Utah. But, uh, <laughs> Washington, D.C. <laughs> no. Well, not it's quite. the opposite of the country, but. But, uh, and I, I think with the name, like having Oticon backing it, um, you've got name recognition already there. People are going to say, oh, Oticon, I know what that is. Oh, they're in Vegas. Oh, sweet. Let's check it out. I'm not going to be disappointed, you know? It's not just some startup. Uh-huh. Well, no, I agree. Obviously, they have smarter business people than us that already planned out all the target market for yeah. it to even be worth it. But No, I think Vegas is a perfect spot because if you want to just go there, there's so much more to do outside of the convention if you wanted to. I mean, there's so much around. Because the other one was in Baltimore, and eh, Baltimore isn't the best. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what else is there can you even do in Baltimore? Like, good, yeah. good question. I'll have to ask my uh, my old co-host. He goes to it every year. Yeah, so Musical. Vegas at least has all their stuff going for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, people will go there and go, God damn it, I lost all my money. Um, <laughs> oh, I hear that Inuasha just won the jackpot. <clears throat> Musical performances by TH Revolution. And hip hop group Homemade Kazaku, which uh, we actually interviewed. Um, the con is hosting Madhouse founder Maizawa Miyayuma. What episode did you interview? 
Uh, it wasn't more of a... It wasn't an episode we interviewed him. It was just another one-off. Um, Crispin Freeman and Vic Mignogna. Okay. Two of Vic, Vic Mignogna and Crispin Freeman are like all at all the conventions. That's cool. That's cool nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So... If you want to learn more, go listen to this week's episode of Anime News Network, The Ancast. They have, like, an interview with the guys who run it. Okay, your favorite wannabe reading article. Alright. A certain magical index film listed at 90 minutes by theater chain. That's not very exciting, but the more exciting part is today, the new index movie came out. I don't actually... Oh, The Miracle of Dominion. Film's runtime is 90 minutes, so that's the name of it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. One week before its expected release date in theaters, the website listed the runtime as undetermined. But before Friday, it added the 90 minutes. Well, obviously, this article's a little old. Yeah, it's four days old because today it's airing, so people that are watching it right now probably know it's 90 minutes. Yep. And it said the film's distributor, Warner Brothers Japan, itself did not announce the runtime. Well, they don't need to because they're releasing it and you'll be able to tell. The film's story revolves around main characters Toma and Index with a level zero girl, level zero referring to their Esper ability, named Arisa just before the completion of Academy City's space elevator at Dominion. So essentially, there's some pop star that people are after because, you know, pop stars attract all the attention. And it's right before they build their space elevator, so, like, everyone that has it out for Academy City is there to disrupt their plans of making a space elevator because they're so focused on that. But I have not seen it yet. I'm looking forward to it. Well, have you saw it already? That'd be amazing. (laughs) I know it's 90 minutes because I've seen it (laughs) as we were doing this. I think it's airing, like, now, maybe an hour ago. I don't know. Japan time weird. It probably already aired there. There you go. Flew back just in the nick time to do this podcast. Right. That is all the news we have. There's not much going on. Um. Oh, we didn't. No, yeah, we did. Never mind. It's like, wait a minute. We didn't talk about that. That acquire the sale. The the the, the sow. But they did. So never mind. All right, that's that. All <laughs> we right. did it all. We did it's all it done. all. It's all done. Exactly. All right, let's get into the DVD picks. If I decide to get the thing open. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. All right, DVD picks. Got all kinds of stuff coming up. And what would you buy, sir? Well, you haven't even told me what's coming out. What am I going to buy? <sighs> you know... Try to give you the lead here. <laughs> Fine, I'll I'm take it. Here we up. go. Two twenty six thirteen. That is very very shortly from today's date. The second ghost stories, Nice Monogatari, complete collection, Blu Ray, limited edition. Which it sounds as fancy as the price tag shows. It's one hundred and fifty dollars. So I believe the first season was 150 as well. So if you have a lot of money and you still have enough after buying the first one, there's the second one. Holy Lupin. shit! What? You'll get to it. 
All right. <laughs> I see it. Lupin the Third, The Mystery <laughs> of Mamo, $24. Another discotheque, Mad Bull 34, which I remember you talking yes. about. Yes, yes. I, I am going to buy this for shits and giggles. It's it's inexpensive, so. 25 bucks, yeah, not bad at all. The Wonderful World of Wizard of Oz, the 25th anniversary box set. Woo! Which, Battle Girls, The Time Paradox, complete collection by Sentai Film. And the, ooh, ooh, the ever-popular Quasar of Stigmata. <laughs> I may have missed it. The one about the guy has to drink boob milk to live. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> A, a classic, a true Japan classic. Yes, exactly. You can get both seasons for the low, low price of $45. <laughs> Woo. Cheap boob milk. Exactly. Blade. <clears throat> Blade and Wolverine. They, these were the Marvel animes that were airing on uh, G4 last year. Oh, well, that's cool. Only 15 bucks. Only $15, exactly. So... And if you really, 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 did I mention really? It, it probably wasn't enough reallys to considering the price. If you really liked Ori Emo, or My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute, and you're like, oh man, I own the DVD, I paid 80 bucks for that privilege, but I need, I need the Blu-ray for the low price of $330, you can own that Blu-ray. <laughs> Jesus. I, I'm on it. Where do I sign up? There you Can go. I sell my soul instead? Did you like it that much? <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I liked it, but why people I, I like DVD quality enough. I just don't understand why people go ape shit over or emo. They think like I've seen people on Reddit like this is the best show ever. Oh my god, this show was amazing. I mean, hell, just the other day. Oh, an Easter egg. An Ori Emo. Look, there's a pile of games. It says School Days. Like, we were talking about that when the goddamn episode aired originally. That's not an Easter egg. That's called being observant. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jesus Christ. It's like the same people who post, Ha, 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 Buckstar. Or whatever the name of Starbucks is in Toradora. Pseudo Bucks. Pseudo Bucks, yeah. That is clever, though, because it's pseudo. Come on. Hilarious. Linux it's, nerds are it's laughing S- everywhere. It's S-U-D-O-H, but pseudo is P-S-U-E-D-O. <laughs> Hi, hilarious. You have to be a vocab nut, I guess. Or... Yes. Then, on March 5th, House of Leaves finally comes out. Now, Sumi's Books of Friends. Uh, Bodacious Space Pirates, Collection 2. I never even made it to Collection 2. I think I stopped on Episode 7. It wasn't bad, but I won't be buying it. That was a quick turnaround, too. They, like, aired... No, it aired a year ago or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. finished airing, like, the beginning of last year, I think. God, I feel mad. Time has just flown by. Uh, Roroni Kenshin and the Sweet Blue Flowers... And Maria watches over us, season four, and Chinguru, the secret of stellar wars, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Out of all this, I would probably say Mad Bull thirty four because it's awesome and hilarious and way over the top violence, and there's penis grenades. Who doesn't like that? Exactly. Come on, who doesn't hang? 
hand grenades from their pubic hair. What, <laughs> what self-deserving cop does not do that? None. None, sir. Uh, I guess I would have to buy or emo because I'm rich and I have nothing to spend my money on. No, sarcasm. I, I don't know what I'd buy from this. I'm still watching Ghost Stories, but I'm on season one. And it's pricey, so eh. Yeah, I hear you. Battle Girls, The Time Paradox. It has a cool title, but I don't know what it's about, so I'd be interested in that, I guess. You'd buy it for the cover art. Yeah, right. And I never watched the Marvel anime. It sounds interesting. I like Marvel. I heard it was alright. I mean, I'm not a big Marvel person, so... Okay, well, that's what I'm picking. Wolverine, Marvel anime. Here we go. Okay, fair enough. Wolverine. All right. Bakken Test. Season 2. The Reckoning. (laughs) Basically. Uh, Okay, for this review, I am assuming that you have seen Season 1 of Bakken Test. Or listened to my review. I have, what a good assumption. Exactly. (laughs) I'm talking about you, you jerk. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed Baka and Test Season 1. Heck, I liked it so much, I pre-ordered a t-shirt from J-List. And I paid $35 for the prop, for the opportunity to do so. Uh, when presented with the opportunity to purchase my first ever figure for the low, low price of $120... I did that too. And it was a diehard fan. Yeah. So now in my living room, there is a Hideyoshi and uh, and I also own a Hideyoshi t shirt. Uh, I do love that shirt. It is pretty funny. Yes. It's a pretty cool shirt. I like the fact when I wear it out, people are like, oh, that's a cute girl you have in your shirt. (laughs) (laughs) It just. I couldn't help but laugh if people said that to me. It just adds to the humor. Yes, I just go walk away going, you don't know the half of it, pal. <laughs> um, so at least to say, uh, I was excited to hear that Buck and Test picked up a second season. I was even more excited to be able to buy it from Funimation. So Funimation announced, before the second season even started airing, that they had acquired the rights to the show. I watched the first two episodes and then stopped for nearly two years. You know, it's funny. Back in episode 117 that we just listened to, the next thing I go into is Baka and Test, season two. Wow. Yes. Everything's, the stars are aligning. Exactly. You know what really made me sad, though? We're only now up to episode 157, where, you know, that was like two years ago. We should be in the 300s by now, damn it. Yeah, times are slow. It's not even my fault. I blame previous hosts. Exactly. Uh, anyway, now that the show has legally been released, I've had the opportunity to check out the show uh, in its entirety. And what I saw, well, not what I hoped. The show picks up pretty much where season one left off. Akihisa, Himaji, Minami, or Minami, they say it. Hideyoshi, Yuji, Kota still find themselves stuck in class F. Along with the other familiar faces, such as Shoko, Yuji's quite un- her quote unquote fiance. Also the green haired girl who 
always seems to have no problem uh, teasing the guys with a peak up her skirt. I have no idea what that girl's name is. She has a name. Me either. Though. Kubo, uh, the love interest in Akihisa, and the rest. I mean, I could continue naming characters, but, you know, there's a bazillion people. Regardless, my point is that the main characters and a few more get screen time since the first season. Uh, the first two episodes are beach episodes. And if I'll you've seen... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, let's stop there and talk about the validity of two beach episodes in the beginning. Back to back, even. Yeah, that, that kind of bugged me. It was off to a bad start. Mm-hmm. I agree, because I was like, okay, the very first episode, are they trying to, like, make fun of them, or what? And it was just like, hey, it's been maybe a year and a half, two years since you've watched the original show. Remember, you had all those cute girls? They asked them in swimsuits. Yeah. And then the second episode, they're like, let's just continue. Yeah, that was my feeling. I'm like, they couldn't have got it out of the way in, like, an OVA. They had to put oh, no, it in the beginning did. of the first season. They did do in the OVA, too. Oh, well, there we go. Shameless the o- the o- playing to your strengths, how about? Is exactly. What they did. I mean, they really, honestly, the OVA would, is really the telltale signs of where mm-hmm. the show was going, unfortunately. So. But I agree. It was a very first, like, okay. I mean, it was pretty funny, though. The whole first part of the episode was Yuji and Akihisa trying to pick up girls because they thought they were badass and being oh, shot yeah. down. And they were trying to, like, pick up moves and, like, pick up lines. And crazy I still shit. didn't think that was the funniest part of the show. I think the second half of the show was way better. Oh, but... yeah, I agree. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, like I said, the first episodes are beach episodes. And if you've been watching anime for a while, you start to see a trend where... There are cute girls on a show. You will see them on a beach, or in a hot tub episode, or something where the girls find themselves in a bikini. I don't know if this was some kind of joke, but the first episode being set on the beach was kind of odd. The remaining episodes tend to just uh, just the general uh, hijinks of the characters. Usually as class... Uh, as a class, find themselves uh, such as and uh, sorry, such as three episodes dedicated to Class A and Class F finding themselves in a retreat to study together. But instead, Yuji and Aki have been accused of peeping at the girls, and they are pissed. The girls are pissed. For three episodes, a story is told about how they try to clear their name. And pretty much it becomes a, we're going to go see the girls naked and nothing's going to stop us. And, and one of those episodes had my favorite funniest part, though. Which was that? Is the green-haired girl with the recorder. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> She's like really quick on the recorder, so she'd rearrange everything people said into something inappropriate. It, it was, was like it was the pretty talk funny. boy. Do you remember that thing growing up? Oh, yep. The or the Home Alone Talk Speak and boy. Say or whatever. Exactly. Except this is more badass. But it was re- that part was funny. Kept saying you like her licking guys' asses. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's a perfect character to be doing it, too, because she doesn't even care that, like, it's embarrassing and she, she's harassing them. Yes. So, kudos for some funny parts there, but, yeah. Oh, definitely. It, it, it got redundant with three whole episodes, though, of them charging the girls, like, bathroom. That's, like, the whole point. Yes, yes. In the payoff. Ugh. <laughs> no, zero. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> the show was only 12 episodes. What I really enjoyed about the first season was you had the ESB school setting where the classes could fight each other, get better education, classroom conditions, and more than you could, uh, more than you had to. Oh, sorry. My hand. I can't read my own writing. Um. <laughs> He also had that love triangle going on between Aki, Hima J, and Minimi. Mm-hmm. Plus, we had the characters. I thought the unique school setting provided a lot of character building and a fun story. Whereas in the second season, it was like the writers were like, okay, we have done that. Now let's put them in even more wacky situations outside of the school. The ESB system was used only four times or so, and never once was it used uh, as originally intended. For every time it was used for the characters to get over a hurdle uh, in their way to accomplish a goal, or for testing. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was, like, two episodes, literally, where they're like, oh, yeah, we rolled out, we... we implemented this thing and you guys are the guinea pigs so the entire episode was like them testing it and it was like what the fuck is this yeah it wasn't even used for a battle yeah the entire show the the system was oh you can tell your true your avatars will tell it almost reminded me of of uh, Kokoro Connect yes thank you Kokoro Connect (laughs) Me too. But then they never went anywhere with that plot. And I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. It's almost like it was a shout out to that show. And then, uh. Well, the funny thing is, is Coco Connect aired after Buck and Test. Oh. Tricky. Who copied who? Exactly. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. The Baka or the (laughs) Kokoros. They sound like animals. Yes. Uh, The show did have a lot of laughs. But in the end, the reason why I watch anime is to be told a story. And the characters are fun. And this is a comedy. But you got small stories inside the show going on. when they never really progress forward. And that's what I'm... What's most bothersome to me. I enjoyed the characters. But I want forward progression. And the side stories and the show doesn't deliver. When the show wasn't doing hijinks, um, getting the main characters into trouble, we learned more about them in the about in their past, and that was the most enjoyable part of the show. Was I'm in to total actually, agreement. The strongest part was their past character storytelling ability, like Minami's past, and then a really great example of storytelling in general is the Shoko and and Yuji. Yuji episode. I'm like, this is such a good like storytelling. Like the way they handled it with their like future selves talking to their past selves was so interesting. And then 
the next episode they're back to their like subpar comedy and i'm like the show could be a lot if they like played off of that more yeah exactly um, like, they have some really strong like story writers it's ev- evident very evident like, yes team, yeah but it was like almost like well we we've we've set the expectation there's a comedy mm-hmm. let's not get serious yeah, so like someone's really strong at doing that, and then they're like, "Eh, that's too much. You did an episode. We're we're done." Yeah, I found these episodes to be most enjoyable. We learn why Akahisa is a probationary student. Where in the first season, we saw you know, quote unquote, he goes by Iron Man. He's like the dean. He used to be the class F teacher. Mm-hmm. He got he got promoted. Um, in the first season, we we saw. Uh, Iron Man giving Akihisa the class F assignment and calling him an idiot. But we are privileged to the we are we are privied to the events of why and why um, uh, Minami's little sister claims to love him. We also see uh, Minami's transition back to Japan from Germany. I found it odd in the Funimation dub. They chose to give her a German accent rather than go with the accent that she uses in the rest of the show. And I understand that it's a show that she's been in Germany so long that she's forgotten Japanese and why not. Uh, yeah, but that was really strange as like an English person listening to the English German person who's supposed to be Japanese. It's like too many languages. Yeah, it was crazy, and it was like stereotypical, stereotypical German. Yeah, she sounded really like odd. a man because she was German, and then she's like all girly, and it's like, eh, I don't know. And you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, the whole thing of anime where it's like, okay, you gotta suspend your disbelief. But it's like, if I move to Japan or any foreign country for that matter, and pick up the local lingo, I would think. If you grew up in that in your original country, you would still know your original native language. You wouldn't forget it all because you moved away. Because they, because she wasn't very young. Like she didn't live in she didn't live in like Germany her whole life. Yeah, and she how come her little sister there. didn't have any accent? Right. Mm-hmm. Because like they show her not having a German accent when they move back, which you would assume she would because she yeah. only learned. She languages when she was in Germany because she's like five. So yeah, they either like I mean a little bit of there. yeah a little bit of a plot hole, but there again it's like man, I just take it as it is. Yeah. Although that episode was good, like I said, the, my favorite part was the strong story. Well, that one wasn't as strong as the other episode, but I mean, like just the backstory is interesting, and that episode was actually pretty funny. Because she said, like, he was a shit person because yes. she can't insult him properly, so she chose that. Yes. And then as she's at, at the end, she's like, I was wrong. You're a nice guy. I was the shit person. Yes. And I'm like, oh, that was funny. <laughs> oh. You know what I find funny, too, is they even say, I moved back last year. She, It was a year ago. It was a rich, a place that episode. So it's like, in a year, she's become fluent in Japanese. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ. You can't say two years ago or something? Like, you're going to believe me, like, in one year. You know, she had such trouble, you know, readjusting to Japan. 
especially since this is the second school year or second season too. So that would mean like the very like a month before the first season started, she moved there, right? Yeah. If <laughs> her accent was perfect within a week, basically. Oh well, suspend disbelief. That and anyway. the fact where she was able to take the French, spoiler alert, turn it into English, <laughs> into German, into Japanese. Uh, yeah, well. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> European people, I guess they're closer, so exactly. they can do that. Nonetheless, it was a great episode. Finally, we yeah, see that Shoko was my and, second favorite episode. Yeah, for sure. Finally, we see Shoko and Yuji's past together. And again, it is a wonderful episode. That was probably the best episode of the whole season. Of the whole show. Yeah, pretty opinion. much. I agree it's there. Good it was really good. Telling. I mean, it was a little little overused cliche, but it was still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was because it had been a while since I've seen the first season, but the second season ratchets up... Uh, Ratchets up the sex. Um, well, I use the term sex loosely, but what I mean is the perceived notion of sex. All the right, female like characters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the female characters at various points in the show want to be in some state of undress. For the guys, um, or the guys want it so well, not just Kota anymore. Um, it was a bit weird. Like, there was a whole episode, or at least half an episode, where they say that, like, Himiji ate a piece of filled, literally ate chocolate with alcohol in it, and she was drunk. And when she was drunk, she wanted to play strip poker, or whatever this game was, and she oh, was they like... Called it, I forgot what they called it, but it's just uh, what's called bullshit here, right? Yeah, basically, it's bullshit. Yeah, they're playing bullshit, and they're like, oh, I'll do the strip version because a teacher gave her chocolates that were drugged. <laughs> what? Or had alcohol in them or something. Mm-hmm. And her thing was like, I am going to get naked. It's like, ugh. She doesn't because her and Shoko are too good at the game, though. Yes, they can call it bullshit. Oh, that part was funny, though. That was one I of don't know. It felt kind of weird, though. No, when they ran away after. <laughs> and yes. they're like... He's like, why don't you just hide, I forget where. And he's like, that's perfect. Then I'll only go to jail. As <laughs> 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 they're running away. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not like that, though. Right? It's like they really, really ratcheted it up, the notion of sex. Yeah, you had to sit through the ten minutes of, like, the sex appeal joke, which isn't funny to get to the end, which was, so. I watched the dub, the show dubbed from Funimation. And all the voice actors from season one made their return to reprise their roles in season two. And to be honest, there's nothing I can complain about uh, as far as the dub itself. By this mm-hmm. point, Funimation knows how to fill in the roles nicely. I really enjoyed the narrator uh, much better than I did the Japanese dub. Uh, the narrator is played by Anthony Bowling. And I don't know, he was just like a spot on, like, Bored white guy. Mm-hmm. It was like, great. Yeah. Like Ben Stein. Yeah, pretty much. And Ferris Bueller. The <laughs> Bueller. Yes, that's exactly yeah. it. There you go. That's a perfect, uh, perfect 
Analogy. Analogy, thank you. Hey, see, I can't speak all that Harvard speak. <laughs> Harvard bullshit. Exactly. You're, you ain't no Obama. I am no Obama, exactly. Ain't me no Obama. <laughs> I gave the show a 4 out of 10. Because for me... Ooh, that's kind of harsh. Yeah, well, yeah, I had high expectations, man. Yeah. Uh, because the humor and the sex talk didn't make up for what uh, I was really hoping for. And that, for me, was moving the story plot forward. For all the stops... For all the steps forward, the show... Uh, parks the characters in the same exact spot where they left uh, where they were left in when mm-hmm. the episode started. So it was like they'd make these strides forward and they're like, ah, that really didn't happen or something really dumb. Or and the end of the day, it was just like, yeah, there's no no moving forward. Yeah, but if if Aki picked a girl, would they be able to make more? Probably not. No, I no, I understand that. So it's good and bad because, like, I kind of want to watch more, but at the same time, yeah, they didn't go anywhere this season. Yeah. Although I do give credit that uh, they did an excellent job in telling us more about the backstories of the characters and their reasons for what they do. I enjoyed that part of the show a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the humor, although it felt like um, they brought down to the lowest common denominator by bringing up sex so much and or teasing the viewer at the chance of seeing one of the female characters naked or some sort of undress. Um, the humor is funny, but I'm starting to realize that I'm not the target audience of the show. This is very much aimed at a younger crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of have that feeling, too. Um, I feel like the show walked, uh, the show walked away from what made it unique with the use of the avatars and the ESB battle system and all that stuff that made the first season uh, a, f- a joy to watch. I will admit, though, that there, uh, if there is a third season, uh, if the third season was announced tomorrow, I would tune in because I know the characters, the story, and the settings, and something I am comfortable with. So I'm not saying that I would like abandon the show, but I don't know. I really felt like it took a huge step back uh, at the, it was season two. Yeah. So you're not writing them off, but you expected more. Yeah. I mean, like I hear they ended on a really good note. Um. You know, at the end of season one. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, here's season two. It's like, ah, damn it. Well, I'll explain my rating for it then. Okay. Yep. Go right ahead. I, I kind of felt the same, like. Comedy wise, I expected more as well as plot. So, like, it started out low, I'd say like four, like you said. But then, after watching the two great storytelling, it was almost like they had two different people write the show. Because, like, some elements were incorporated so well, like, into the storytelling and just fitting into the plot from the first season that it was refreshing to watch, and I didn't even care if it wasn't as funny. So I gave it the same score as the first one because to me, like, I don't know, the plot of them battling in the school, it doesn't matter much to me. I don't care if it gets advanced. I'm just watching it for the humor and, like, the characters because the characters are my favorite part of shows anyway. So I give it the same score, which is a six, because the humor was less, but the storytelling was better, even if it didn't go anywhere in some cases. So two sixes 
for <laughs> both seasons. There you go. Do you regret watching it? No, no. I guess you can't regret. It's probably not the best word, but... but um, Did I expect more? Probably. But I still... Like, I'm happy with the second season. I feel like they should examine this one and see which parts worked and which didn't. And if they make a third season, go with that. Because they're, like, two really different shows, in my opinion. Two different quality of shows. They had one that was really childish and not very funny. And then they had one that was funny and good storytelling. So they should pick that one. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. No, I agree. I think if you were to rip out those three or four episodes and show that, just show that to somebody... And then show them a couple of the other episodes. I think you'd get a huge difference in opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, but on the other hand, it's like I almost feel like I said. I think I'm getting too old for the show. Or it's just like, oh, nudity! Oh my god, I can't wait to see her naked. You know, it's like if I want to go do that, I can do that. I don't think it's even that that you're getting too old. It's just that was the weak part of the show because, I mean, I'm not very old, and I didn't. Well, I guess I'm still not as young as the target audience, but. I think everyone can agree that the cleverer parts were the funnier and that like the setup of the story, like the Minami episode made things funnier than just the random nudity. Yeah. I mean, the show was... So I think they really need to examine and reward whoever wrote the good parts and move on. Fire everybody else. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, So if there was a third season, would you watch? I would, but... I wouldn't watch it until it was dubbed and everything because I'm, I'm not so hardcore into it that I need to watch the sub and then I'd be able to choose which episodes were good. Fair enough. So that is Bakken Test Season 2. I gave it a 4 and Zach gave it a 6 and uh, that's that. Um, Kind of sad to say I'm already done with it though just because, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I didn't like it, but I want there to be more. But yet I don't want there to be more. You want there to be more in the right way, but like what happened to your combat butler, you kind of anxious, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's actually a perfect analogy. Like, eh, I don't want to see how downhill it could go, but you would like to see the good parts. Yeah, it's kind of like watching a plane crash. Like, all right, right now I'm seeing it go near the ground. Like, you know, it's in a nosedive right now. But you see the few times, oh, wait, they might get out of it. Ah, oh, they're in another dive. <laughs> good metaphor. You know, and you know, uh, there's more Hayate coming next season. So that, I think, will wrap it up here this week. Um, anything you want to say before we head out? No, that should be sufficient. All right. Well, everyone, thank you very much for listening, and uh, see you again shortly. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.